Hi, and thank you so much for being with me today. It's so hard to believe we're at the end of the year. Everything from business events, long-term projects, reviews at work, weekly meetings, hitting targets, discussing company goals and growth, no matter what the industry, bottom line is focusing on progression. Ending on a high note provides a sense of satisfaction with the past and confidence for the future. We clearly live in a goal-oriented environment with a mindset towards progression, maybe even perfection. And how about our personal life? Taking a look at our own personal inventory, our finances, friendships, family, members, exercise, or health. Are these things under control? The sinful areas in our life being dealt with. Is your life, my life, progressing in good order? How is your year? Ups and downs, death and new life, marriages and divorce, sickness and remission, sadness and joy, gratitude, destitute. Life can be like walking through fire, God being our goldsmith, forging us and shaping us, and he will use all of us for his glory and purpose to be more like him. Hebrews 12, 1, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So, how are we entangled? With self, with perfection, a perfect world, a perfect life? How about perfect strife? What is that thing that hinders you or me? Jeff Carver, a coach I subscribe to, sent an email recently, and he asked about how life was going over the past year. His questions are, are you doing better or worse than a year ago? How is your work or career today? What about your finances and debt? What is your significant relationships looking like? How are you feeling health-wise? What does your walk with Christ look like today? And those are great questions, and we should look at these areas in our life. Jeff's email led me to another question. What is that one thing in you that you need to change, or I need to change? The thing in you that should have been dealt with and gone a long time ago. Whether it's lying, addiction, unforgiveness, racism, fear, loneliness, the list can go on and on. And I suggest that be your priority goal for this year, getting rid of what is robbing you and me. There are these times where we must look at the past and really need to dig out the ugly stuff to heal for the future because not dealing with that thing will affect our future. It's the kindest gift you can give yourself. And ask yourself these questions. You know, to get that root out, what specific event from my past still brings a strong emotional response? And what pain am I avoiding confronting and why? And I'd like to read the verse I just read a little while ago again. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. A life change is a powerful process. Perseverance is a superhero of the supernatural. It's a superpower. 
Perseverance is more than endurance. It's combined with absolute assurance and certainty that we are looking for what is going to happen. We can be still and know that I am God. Amen. I suggest first identify your issue and then the goal you want to come out from that change. Write it out. Make it tangible. Example, if you are removing strife and want to replace it with peace, how do you get there? Study the issue. The one good thing about technology today is you can Google anything. You can find Bible verses, podcasts, pastors, and there's such good information out there. And I, I am so thankful for that part of technology. And daily change must happen in order to achieve the long-term change. Studying it and facing it. I would strongly encourage each of us to memorize a life verse to coordinate with the issue that needs to change. I'll give you my example. I've been working on fear with God's help and grace. I can pretty much live every day without the fear. I'm an overcomer rather than getting stuck in it. Yes, some days are a struggle. And thankfully, I can keep moving forward. And I hang on to my life verse, which is Philippians 4.19. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. Next, replace your self-talk with God's promises regarding the issue. In my verse, the promise is there that he will meet all my needs. And he does. And I see it. And in my heart, I keep this verse I repeat the verse when the fear rears its ugly head. And next, pray over your life change. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. I pray a simple prayer when I am choked on fear. It happens a few weeks ago. Lord, please help me remove the fear and fill me with your promises. I know that you will always meet my needs. And I can be steadfast in this because you never change. Your promises are always true. Thank you, God, for loving me and always being with me in your precious name. Amen. Then apply it. Stay focused. It's so important in order to stay the course. Avoid distractions that can lead you astray. Review yourself often, and I highly recommend journaling the process. How you handle a situation that has to do with exactly the thing that you are getting rid of. And thank God for his hand in strengthening you. Say breath prayers throughout the day, which is like praying continuously. I encourage you to also ask a trusted friend or family member to walk with you on this journey. An accountability partner is an awesome way to help overcome and succeed. These are the people who certainly will want to support us along the way. And if you need more help than that, I strongly encourage you to please seek counseling. There are wonderful counselors that can help walk us through issues in our life. And do not feel ashamed. This is a blessing you're giving yourself through the Lord to give your weaknesses to God and he'll give you his strength. My dad always suggests writing a letter to God with no rush in finishing it. Just write it to him. It could take days, months, years as long as you like but pour out your heart in absolute truth to him he will hear you he will help you even as if you pray and yes 
Our New Year's goals of exercise, losing weight, growing our Roth, reducing debt, repair relationships are important. But the deep root removing that piece that needs to be gone is the most important, giving you a healthier you. Zig Ziglar says, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. For the next year, this new year, live in freedom, live more in 2024. That's where I wanna walk with you, breaking the chains that bind us. The more we become like Jesus, wearing his attributes deep in our heart and soul, more of him in us, the more gunk is removed from us. John 3.30, he must become greater, I must become less. More of him, more present, more trust, more giving, more forgiving, more self-discipline, more acceptance, more sensitivity, more rest, more quiet time with God, more of adding to someone's life, more boundaries, more gratitude, more grace, more joy, more peace, more of Jesus, more of him. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. Our worship song will be Gracefully Broken by Matt Redman and Tasha Cobbs. The link will be in the notes. And if you have a prayer request, please email me at comfortbites at gmail.com so I can pray specifically for you and all that you need. I wish you a very peaceful and blessed new year. God bless you. Mm -hmm.